This is the Best Us Podcast. Today I sit down with a co-worker and friend of mine, Kevin King. Thank you everybody for tuning in and listening and hope you enjoy the conversation. This podcast is called The Best Us, so it's about, you know, wanting to be better and, you know, yeah. what we do to be better. And I, I know you've got a little story on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how much of that shit you're comfortable with talking about. Um, or if you're good with, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I know you and your wife are about to get divorced and. Why not? Yeah, yeah, we were we were going through a rough patch. I mean, I'm not going to go into any details about you know, okay, you know, but what, what happened or whatever. But yeah, be we better, you know. Yeah, we were going through a rough patch, and um, you know, just uh, like when it was all said and done, you know, we ended up getting back together and um, kind of self reflected, and you know, like what the fuck was I doing wrong to? Because I mean, you know, every every fight, every domestic dispute, you know, whatever, like. It's, it's never one person's fault. It's it's both parties. So, you know, I had to look and see, like, what, where was I fucking up? We allowed to cuss on this thing? Yeah, yeah. All right. Explicit. <laughs> yeah, like, where, where was I fucking up? Like, you know, because at least part of it was my fault. Um, so, you know, I started diving deep into, like, you know, psychology and, you know, um, like, why am, why is my brain doing the things that it's doing while we're going through this shit? Right. And, um, you know, I stumbled across some, some, some books. I got a, uh, audible subscription and, you know, listen to some audio books. Um, one of them, uh, it's called like unfuck your brain, I think. Okay. And, um, yeah, it says this lady, she's like a clinical psychologist. She's got like all kinds of degrees and qualifications. And, um, so she's really smart, but she, um, she explains, Anxiety in a way that dumbasses like me and you can understand it. Yeah, you know, you she's assume not. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am. Though we're, we're truck drivers, we're fucking dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I <have> any degrees. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, she she talks in like normal terms. You know, she she says fuck, she says piss, you know, shit, whatever. You know, she talks like we do. It's a real and, person. Yeah, yeah. She's not talking like you know. She's talking to her you know clinical colleagues or whatever. So. Okay really broke it down and explained that, you know, anxiety is really like your body's fight or flight um, response. And like your brain can't distinguish that you're not in actual physical danger. Like you're not about to die. Yeah. You're having anxiety. Like it, it, it could be something stupid, like, you know, stage fright or, you know, just whatever, you know, yeah. anxiety of, you know, losing the person you're in love with, you know, like, you, your body can't differentiate from a thought and what's actually happening. So yeah. if you think that if you if you're thinking, you know, oh, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to lose lose my job or you know whatever the negative yeah. thought might be, like your body doesn't know the difference between the thought and exactly. real life. So yep. you think that your body, you know, uh, just assumes that it's happening. Yeah, basically. yeah, and and you know your your brain is you know dumb and it you know misinterprets that as like a actual like life threatening thing. Yeah. You know, like your your brain's like, oh, this is gonna kill me. This is gonna kill me. It, it's not, but um, so yeah, you know that that book, and then th there was a few others. Um, I know you've been you've been reading uh, Mr. Nice Guy or No More Name Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely and yeah, that that really that one really fucking opened my eyes. Like I, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like I need to I need to 
change who I am as a person. Like I, I thought I was, you know, a decent person. And I mean, I, I think I was, but like, I feel like I'm a better person now. After yeah. I mean, learning where, where I was fucking up, why I was a piece of shit and you know, how to make it better. The way I try to look at it is that we're always doing the best that we know how. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, you thought you were doing the best that you could, which you were with what you, with what you had. Yeah. And you know, you, you, you self-reflected and realized that you had to change things to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, um, one thing that I really took away from the entire thing, you know, not, not just the one book, but you know, the entire situation was, um, I needed to be better for myself and I was always striving to be better for somebody else. Yes. It's all at the end of the day. It's always, I mean, it sounds selfish, but, you have to take care of yourself and you have to love yourself before. Yeah. yeah it doing, sounds so counterintuitive yeah, but. before you can, you know, love somebody else or take care of other people. You got to yeah. take care of yourself first. Yep. And it, it sounds selfish, but at the end of the day, if you're not taking care of yourself and loving yourself, then how do you uh, plan to take care of yourself or other people or love other people? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause if you're not in the right headspace to love anything, then especially yourself, you know, then, then yeah, you, there's no way to love other people. And like, I had heard that so many times, you know, growing up and shit and I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever. Another one's stupid fucking cliche sayings, but no, th those sayings exist for a reason. Yeah. They definitely <coughs> do. For me, I was just like, I was just cruising by just, you know, uh, not really giving a fuck about anything, just living my life for me. But, I mean, it's so much bigger than just me. Like, you know, we've both got families. Yeah. And I was, I was selfish, but I wasn't taking care of myself. So it was just, I, you know, I was, I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic, but I was a weekend alcoholic. I would drink yeah, on the yeah. weekends. And, you would, you know, uh, cave into your, uh, your indulgences. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I kicked that habit along with the vaping nicotine. I kicked that too, but no, not yet. I'm still here. I got two right here in front of me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I'm like a crackhead, man. I, I just looking at you makes my mouth water. My lungs start burning. Like, Fuck, I want to suck on that thing. I mean, shit. I'm not going to hand it over. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you because I know, I know all it would take is one hit and I would be right back to where I used to be. That's the same with like alcohol, like all, you know, get family get togethers. My family all drinks and once you get that first taste. I always think like, oh, you know, maybe I could just have a, have a drink or two, but then I stop and I was like, no, motherfucker, you can't. <laughs> right. You can't have just a drink or two because the, the whole point when I used to drink, I was drinking to get fucked up. Yeah. I wasn't drinking just to taste it or, you know, take the edge off. Right. Some people can do that and that's cool, but that's not me. Right. I get it. And, you know, like, yeah, that I, I don't drink often. Excuse me. I don't drink often at all, but when I do drink, yeah, that's my goal. Get fucked up. Yeah. Get fucked up. And see, I was doing it every weekend. It was, uh, I, mean, I started drinking when, you know, 18, 19 years old. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, even probably younger than that, I, I drank. But, <coughs> you know, I'd go over to my uncle's house and we would drink. And, uh, I mean, then, you know, we got a little older. We had the kid and a buddy would come over and we would party on the weekends. And, we kind of, they kind of grew out of that, but I didn't. So I kept partying on my own. Right. I'd stay up on the weekends, like three, four o'clock in the morning, just getting drunk and playing video games. Yeah. See, that's one thing I could never do is drink by myself. 
See, but in my head, I was telling myself I wasn't by myself because I was playing video games with my friends. Oh, yep, yep. So that's, that's a like, loophole. That's it, a loophole. It's like I was, get, I was making up a way to yeah. not be a fucking loser yeah, while yeah. I was doing it. But really, that shit was so toxic for myself and for my relationship. I mean, me and right, my wife right. got to a rough, rough patch for a while because of it. Yeah. Story for another day, but. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, <coughs> we got into a rough patch and. You know, I always tried to quit drinking, but I never really wanted to. I knew I needed to. I knew, never had the uh, the right reason. Yeah, I never had the right reason. And then, I mean, I try. I would do it for like two, three months, but like in my head, it was always for a time. You know, I was uh, I was going like, to stop drinking for a little bit, yeah, and then I'm I was going to start you know, back up. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop until uh, probably St. Patty's Day. You know, that's yeah. a drinking holiday. I'll, I'll wait until that. Uh, I, I think I'd stopped in like. October, November, and then it was New Year's Eve, and oh, yeah, I yeah. got a six pack. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I can have a six pack and be okay. Yeah, and you're not like, allowed to. The next weekend, I got a twelve pack, and then you know it just fucking spiraled <laughs> yeah, yeah. from there. Not allowed to and be I was sober right, on New Year's, man. Yeah, I was right back where I was at before. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then I, you know, back party every weekend by myself. But yeah. you know, I started a, a book I read. It was by Eckhart Tolle called A New Earth. That was the first book I read when I kind of started this little spiritual oh, what, a new journey. Earth? Yeah, A New Earth. Right? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, uh, what's the deal with that? What's, what's going on there? It's about uh, basically, you know, like a spiritual awakening. So we're all kind of awakening to um, just our spiritual path and that we need to awaken out of our, you know, bad habits and all that type of okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, horrible summary, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you and I, have, you know, talked about this a little bit before. Um, that you know, we we we're kind of in a way on the same path, but taking a different route. Like, yeah. you're going the more sp- spiritual route, where I'm taking the uh, the psychological, like scientific type route or whatever. And they really cross a lot of paths. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They they definitely have a lot of overlap. Um, and uh, they they both make a lot of sense. Yeah, they do. And I mean, I, I've kind of, uh, I mean, I was really into all the spiritual stuff for a while and I still am, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not as deep as I was in the beginning. I mean, I yeah. still try to meditate, but for me, like I've always been scared of death. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, sure. you know, the, the, the book is a lot about like, uh, you know, we're all from the same source, you know, for me, like I always viewed God as what you know Christians would view God as, like a man in the sky that's going to strike you down or whatever, and mm-hmm. that never resonated with me. Like sure. I've never been to church, so right. My my biblical studies are very limited and shit. But right. uh, for me, like my view on God now is like God is just—he's not a man in the sky. It's just we're kind of all God in a sense. Like we all come from the same source. So when we die, we all go back to the same so, source. Kind of like uh, God is energy because, you know, energy yeah. can't be uh, destroyed. Mm-hmm. It can just be like, uh, I don't remember exactly it, how the whole it, thing it, goes. But yeah, like, you know, because God is eternal and um, so is energy. It, it it just changes forms or whatever. I don't remember how the whole scientific thing is. Yeah. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know the whole scientific thing of it either. Energy can't be destroyed. It, it just moves from one thing to another, basically. So it's kind of like, a, you know, God's not a person in the sky. God is just life force, energy type of thing, you know? 
yeah, it was Einstein that said energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. That's that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, uh, that's what we are. We're energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, everything is. Um, I mean, except for you know nothing. Yeah. I mean, everything. There's energy behind everything, though. Is the you know plants and, yeah. and rocks and you know it's all got yeah. some sort of energy behind it. Right. So. I bet you want to rock. <laughs> I'm not retarded, but I like rock. <laughs> so that was a. Uh, what that out? Yeah, what that out? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was definitely that book. I mean, it. I read it in like two or three days, and it just completely changed the way that I viewed life. Yeah, and yeah, I, for sure. Um, you know, I I think that that's uh, important for everybody is. Um, just find something, you know, whether it's, you know, what, what you're doing, the whole spiritual thing, find, uh, you know, the psychological thing, find, find Jesus Christ, find Buddha, you know, whatever, yeah. just something that will help guide you on the path to greatness. Yeah. See, I never, I never had a, a purpose and I was always really a follower. Like I, I still don't know who I am Yeah, and I'm working on it, but, uh, I've got a, better idea of who I am than I ever have. You know, I've always yeah. just followed the herd and tried to fit in. Yep. Yep. I was the I same could... way, dude. I was the same way. I mean, you know, I remember, man, I, I feel like in like elementary school, um, we were just like so free. So ourselves. And then for me anyways, this is my experience. I, I don't mean we, but me personally, elementary school, um, so free. I was actually myself as a kid, you know, but, um, yeah, I think we kind of all are. And then, and then, and then middle school, that that's when like, the, you know, teasing, bullying, all that shit kind of like ramped up a little bit. And then that, that's when, um, I started to, um, try to fit in, you know, like you said, like I, I started, I went through my fucking thug phase, dude. Yeah. We fucking, all went through those phases. Tall tees and fucking baggy pants, you know, all that shit, you know, like I was, you know, it was like a self-defense mechanism, you know, just trying to, I don't know, I, looking back on it now, I think it was um, me trying to, uh, I don't know, look more intimidating, like, oh yeah, these fucking, these these gangsters are fucking scary, I want to be scary, I don't want people to fuck with me no more. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think that's, that's what it was, and then, you know, I had friends that, you know, they were, you know, dressed in the same way and shit, so I was like, yeah, just fit in with them. And uh, you wanted the cool kids, but now looking back now, I'm, I'm I'm embarrassed. Like I saw some pictures of me when I was younger, and I was like, "Why the fuck did I dress like that, dude?" Yeah. <laughs> it was I, horrible. Yeah, I went through the the tall tea phase and all that, oh, and yeah, I was yeah. always through like a country phase. Yep, yep. And it was just I was just following the people around me. You know, I was trying to fit in. Yep. Trying to find my crowd, but I mean, really, that's what it is. It's a self defense thing. Yeah. Um. Self-preservation, whatever you want to call it, because um, you know, like if if you were, I don't know if you were bullied or whatever, but like I wasn't like really, really bullied, bullied, but like there were definitely uh, a few people um, that would fuck with me re relentlessly um, in like middle school, and uh, it it wasn't it wasn't you know like a all day every day kind of thing. I didn't go home crying and all none of that shit, but. I don't even remember where I was going with that, but 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a, a self defense thing. Though. Yeah, that's that's basically where you were going with it. Yeah, yeah. self preservation and all that. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really bullied. I mean, there's always you're always gonna have some teasing, some getting picked on. But oh yeah, I, was, I wouldn't say I was bullied, but. But you know what the 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 teasing, bullying, you know, whatever. Um, it definitely developed my uh, sense of humor because um, you know, being a redhead, you know, I always hear you know, fire crotch or fucking oh yeah, leprechaun, you know, uh, no soul, carrot top, no soul, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> whatever. Um, the curtain match the drapes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody was always asking about my pubes. It was fucking weird. Like, why, why the fuck do you need to know if I had ginger pubes? I, I think mean, we're all a little bit gay. A little bit, yeah, for sure. You know, fucking Ron White said it first, and then Joe Exotic said it, and then Joe Exotic got credit for it. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bullying, I mean, I think we kind of have to go through a little bit of, you know, teasing and stuff to yeah. evolve. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, there's an extent to it. And uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't agree with, with bullying, but. I mean, no, it makes no, us who we not. are. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, some, some people are able to take it better than others. Um, you know, for the people that aren't able to take it, they they definitely need a support system to help them get through it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going through that a little bit with my son right now. We actually uh, actually pulled him out of school to homeschool him for the rest of the year. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember you telling me that uh, there, there was an issue. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been getting bullied at school and... Uh, I mean, there's no support from from the staff, the teacher, the principal, and that's shitty. We just kind of, I mean, like I said, I, I understand a little bit of teasing and stuff is okay, but yeah, yeah, we, but we've watched his mental health just decline over the yeah. The and, and it's good that you guys school. actually, you know, picked up on that. It's it's really good because um, you know there, there's definitely some parents out there that that wouldn't have picked up on it, and you know, could have just gone on for God knows how long until. I don't know. The kid shoots up the school, or you know, kills himself, or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that's why. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't want him to get to the point of snapping. Snapping, yeah. yeah. I mean, and he he's we we've dealt with anger issues with him and stuff, and and like I said, his mental health has just deteriorated over the year. How so, long? Uh, how long have you had him uh, homeschooling now? I mean, just this week is just this week. this week, yeah, because he was on uh, winter break. Okay, yeah. And so he supposed to go back to school Tuesday, and that's when we started the homeschool. Okay, okay. Out. When did you uh, tell the school? Did you tell them like at, at the end of the semester or whatever? Just Tuesday. like hey, we're not going to be back. We told them Tuesday. Oh, okay. So like what day before school? No, the day. Two days. Or I guess it was the day before school. I think yeah. she. I, th I think school started on Thursday, right? Uh, for us, it started back Wednesday, actually. Okay, okay. So I think she sent an email Tuesday night, just saying, "Hey, hey, he's not going to be here." Yeah. Basically, yeah. saying you know we haven't had support from you guys. You haven't done your job with. To stop or prevent the bullying, and so since you're not taking steps to make it better, we're going to have to do what we have to do. Yeah, for our for our kids. And the plan you know, is uh, Triton. It's got uh, open borders or whatever for students, so you don't have to be like in their township. Oh, it's one of those. Mm -hmm. So okay. the plan is either to send them to Triton. Where's that at? Uh, Fairland. Okay. Okay. So okay. I mean, we live in Wanamaker, so it's only like a 15 minute drive for us. Okay. Right down 74, but. So that's the plan, either to send them there or, uh, you know, how homeschooling goes. We might just continue with the homeschooling because, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if, if your wife, you know, can handle it, um, Nicole tried to, uh, 
Nicole tried, my wife uh, tried to homeschool our youngest and that lasted maybe a week and she was like, no, I can't do this. See, um, we paid for a, it's called Mia, Mia Academy or something, my academy. Okay. And it's like a monthly membership, but it lays everything out for you. It's got printables and it's, I mean, it's the whole curriculum. I mean, she's still got to be like, you know. She's got to be there and yeah, you know, yeah. like, like uh, guide, guide him through it, you know, make sure he stays on task. All that yeah. Right. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's I mean, props to her because with two young kids at home, right? Yeah, you got still, you got the baby now. Yeah, we got a two month two month older than you know Stella's a year and a half, yeah. so she's gonna be busy, dude. Oh, she's got her hands full, and whose job is gonna be harder, yours or hers, man? Oh, hers is definitely harder for yeah. sure. Yeah, I tell her all the time I couldn't do it. I don't have the patience for it, which I, I right. know, I need to work on. But <laughs> yeah, we we all got shit to work on, man. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but. Yeah, man. Kudos to her. I hope. I uh, hope it works out. Um, Once they get in the groove, I think it'll go. It'll go good. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think um, just the the beginning, getting used to it, um, the whole change in everything, like everybody's everybody's schedule has just completely changed. So yeah, I'm sure it's just a a life or a, a lifestyle shock kind of thing, right? And see, it's funny because I. One of the things that kind of got me in the whole spiritual path is uh, when I was going to the vape store, Charlie and Brandy, they were the ones that were always in the vape store running it. But uh, you know, I'd go in there and I'd, I'd bullshit with them for like an hour every time I'd go in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of kind of got me on the spiritual path a little bit. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You said that um, one of them uh, gave you, a, what was it, a crystal, right? Yeah, yeah, she gave me a piece of Labrador, right? And you know, she was yeah. telling me about energies and vibrations and. You know, it's just kind of woo-woo's out there a little bit. We're going to look uh, up Labrador real quick. Uh, keep talking, though. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, man. Uh, and I was kind of into that shit for a little bit. I'm not really into that stuff anymore. I still, you know, I've got bracelets on that are stones. But yeah, it's more of just a reminder to me of where I came from. I don't. Oh, know. yeah. That's a great idea, dude. I like it. I like it for sure. Yeah. I, I don't go through and buy certain crystals for certain things, but you know, if you're into that, I have no idea what this crystal is, but my, uh, my oldest gave it to me. And, uh, okay, that's cool. there was one night I, I was just entranced by it. I was, uh, like holding a flashlight under it and, uh, like you could see like all kinds of stuff inside of it, like a bunch of textures and shit. I, don't, yeah. I have no idea what it is. Um, I don't know what that would be. I thought it was a aquamarine at first, but, um, I looked it up and aquamarine is not able to be scratched. Uh, and I was able to scratch it pretty easily with a knife. Oh, so. Okay. Uh, it's pretty, it's got all the, all the little on the inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all it is. cool. And like, I don't know, like flaky and shiny, a little bit of like, uh, like rainbow, whatever to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kind of got me on the spiritual. Where was I going with that? I don't have that flashlight in here. I can show you, but. It was really cool to, you know, shine the light through it and, you know, look into it. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> you remember where I was going with that? Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, what started you on the uh, spiritual journey? You were talking to, uh, the people in the vape shop and she gave you the Labrador, right? And that's what started, um, you said that you, uh, where the, excuse me, the, the bracelet, you know, as like a reminder, yeah. um, you know, like where you used to be. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I I think where you were going was like, you know, it kind of reminds you to, you know, keep striving for better. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, because you know you don't want to take any back steps. And it's easy. It's so easy to fall back. It's so easy, dude. I've fallen back it's, so many times. It's so easy to be lazy and and not not uh, do you know what what you set out to do. You know, it's, like uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but like it, it's yeah, it's easy to you know fall back into your lazy ways or being unmotivated, just sit there and do nothing, you know, with it in your mind, like, oh, I got to get up and do the thing. I got to get up and do the thing. I got to work out. I got to work out, but I don't want to, but I got to work out. Yeah, it's an everyday struggle to to actively be better. You know, you can't, yeah. it, it's, you know, like I said, it's just easy to fall back. And, and if you don't stay on top of the things that you want to do to be better, it's, I mean, I've fallen back so many times. I'm kind of, Okay. I was coming out of a slump here, here recently. I was just down and stuff, but kind of getting back out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I think it was just this past week I was in like a, a weird like headspace. I, I think it was because of the the holidays, dude. The um, the, the all the days off from work we had. Like, oh, I, yeah. I didn't do shit. I just sat around. I, and I was lazy. I was lazy as fuck. And then like while I was at work, like I was still in that headspace of being lazy and like. I had to like put a lot of effort in and pull myself out of it. Yeah. And you know, um, but th- this was, this was, you know, New Year's week. So yeah, I came back to work on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no Wednesday and Thursday. I was just in a funk dude. Like, you know, I, I would talk to, you know, a couple people on the phone or whatever. And like, I just wasn't present. Yeah. You know, like my mind was fucking just uh, felt like that, that weird foggy feeling you get where you can't think straight. Um, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't pull myself out of it and out of it until Friday. And then Friday I was finally back to, okay, I'm back in the groove of things, you know, like I'm, I'm my mind's feeling sharper, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling more goofy than, you know, like goof, yeah. goofy, like I usually am cracking dumb jokes and shit. Um, getting back to normal, getting back. Yeah. Yeah. It, getting back to normal. And then, um, it's good to have a routine. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's, uh, Take it off work. You you get out of your your routine. Of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I th- I, th- I think I think everybody's got a little bit of tism in them. You know, because uh, uh, got a lot of tism, just a little tism. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of tism. Uh, I think everybody's got a little bit, and you know, the the routine thing. I think that's like my my tism, uh, like yeah. my my tis- my tistic trait. Because uh, like, yeah, if if I get out of my routine, like it it, it fucks with me. I. I just, I don't want to say I get like anxiety to the point of like having panic attacks, but like I, I get that weird like anxiety feeling in my chest where like I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but that part of my brain that, you know, tells me to get up and do something is like, nah, bro, just chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a fucking stupid loop where it's like, get up and do something or you're going to keep feeling this way. And my brain's like, nah, bro, lazy, be lazy. It's, it's, I mean, it takes no effort to be lazy. Zero. 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 And that's my thing. Like, I was so, uh. But you know what, man? There were, there for a while, it did take effort for me to be lazy. I want to get back to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I get back to that. I agree with that. It's like the, the first half of last year, so 2023, I was so, it's like I was riding a fucking high, dude. Just, yeah. Just, I was working out every day. I was meditating every know day. Know what it was? I was doing breath work every day, and I was eating clean. And it's like <coughs> I feel like I'm chasing that feeling again, but 
it's hard for me to do the things necessary. So working out, eating good, like I've been eating like shit. I've been skipping yoga. I haven't done my exercise bike in months. Like, ah, shit. You know what it was though? While you were riding that high because COVID was over. <laughs> What's COVID? I forget, but <laughs> I, I remember it being over. No, uh, but no, dude, like fucking everything was back open. You know, we were finally like no, no masks, no restrictions, whatever. And you're like, yeah, I'm free. I can fucking do whatever. I'm king of the world now. Yeah. See, I think, I think for me, it was just, just that having that, you know, working, I was working out every morning before work. So that was setting my day up for, oh yeah. Yep. I, mean, I was waking up at like four o'clock and I was doing oh, the yeah, exercise that, bike. And, and then you said you, you fucking went on vacation. Yeah. yeah I was, that was, so July yep. we went to Del Hollow and I had fucking Dairy Queen one time. Oh, because I had been eating so clean. I mean, I lost ninety pounds what, okay, in a so of like four or five months. What's your favorite thing to get at Dairy Queen, and why is it <laughs> oh, a fucking Reese's Blizzard? We actually—it's not a Reese's Blizzard. Actually, uh, we just went there Friday night, man, and they've got a Snickerdoodle cookie dough. Oh, Blizzard! Oh, dude, it's so good. It's a Blizzard. Yeah, it's a Blizzard. Oh yeah, dude. My favorite thing, but it's limited, so, so it's going to be gone. Oh yeah. So, uh, actually somebody we work with, uh, put me onto this, um, it's a, a Royal peanut butter blizzard with Reese's and brownie chunks in it. Ah, okay. So like the, do you know the Royal blizzard? Yeah. That's one that's got the hole in the middle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a hole in the middle and they just fill that hole in the middle with peanut butter. Okay. So it's like a chocolate, a chocolate, you know, blizzard or whatever, peanut butter in the middle, Reese's chunks and then brownie chunks. Bro, I will get diabetes so quick. Wow, dude. That it's, shit is so good. I'm so <laughs> bad when it comes to sugar. Like, it takes takes me over. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we've been struggling with my son with, with, eat, uh, with sneaking snacks and sugary shit. And I, I know he gets it from me. Oh, he sneaks it? <coughs> oh, dude. Making it at night? <clears throat> I'll find wrappers behind the dryer, behind like, the oh. cabinet. It's like, why don't you just throw it the fuck away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's a kid thing, man. Both of my kids did it. Um, they don't do it anymore, thankfully. But both of them did it. You know, stuffing them into the fucking couch cushions or fucking putting them in their pockets. And we find it in the washer. You know, just everywhere, dude. And it's like, like we would have never known if you just put it in the trash can. Yeah, but never. he. I think he gets, I mean, I'm, I'm so bad when it comes to sugar. Like I can't just have same with, I, with everything. I can't just have one. Like if I have a cookie, I'm having like 10 cookies, dude. dude I swear. I'm the same way. And that's why I'm I like. the same way. But like I, I go through, I go through phases where like I have a really bad sweet tooth and then like I just, I don't even want to touch sugar for like a month. If you, see, if you get past like the two, three day mark. <clears throat> Maybe even a little bit longer. I don't know, but a couple of days. You go a couple of days without eating sugar and sweet shit. Mm-hmm. Like you lose the the desire for it. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a like a cocaine addiction. Like you know, it's it, it's <laughs> once once you're off of it, you know, it's like ah, eh, whatever. I can take it. Anyway. I mean, you get dopamine from it because it oh, tastes absolutely. good. So, yep. but you crash hard, and that's why you keep going back because you want to keep getting that dopamine because it it makes yep. you feel good. Yep. That's why for me, I was doing the things in the morning, the working out and all that shit. I was, I was making my own dopamine yeah. you know, versus getting it from external sources. Like I was doing the working out and, and cold showers and I was making my own dopamine. So yep. I was that, I was riding that high. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't remember who said it, 
but I heard somebody say it one time. You know, it, it was actually uh, what's his name? There's this uh, this this uh, Indian uh, Sadhguru, huh? Sadhguru? No, 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 no. no. Uh, he he's a younger dude, uh, okay. probably probably like in his thirties or forties. Um, he's like a he's a psychologist, psychiatrist, um, and he's also a gamer. He does a lot of like. Um, he doesn't do therapy sessions on on Twitch because you know he can't. But they they almost seem like therapy sessions. Anyways, he was talking to somebody and uh, he used the analogy that um, uh, it's better to uh, get your dopamine on on debit versus getting your dopamine on credit. So like. Uh, you know the sugars, the 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 video games, the um, uh, Facebook, Facebook, media. the the the, the uh, TikTok, all that shit. That's you know like you're using your credit card on on dopamine. You're, you're getting it instantly, even though you don't have the funds for it right now. Yeah. So rapid fire, rapid fire, dopamine, dopamine, and by the end of the day, you fucking crash because you used all your reserves. You're broke. Yeah. And then, you, but then you know, like you were saying, you know, you. You use what you already have, you know, your debit card by working out in the morning, you know, by eating healthy and, and you know, fucking getting your dopamine in healthy ways rather than, you know, doom scrolling. Um, it's, it's like you uh, pay for it now. Um, wait, no. How, how did he put it? It was like, if you get the dopamine now, then you'll pay for it later, like on, on credit or whatever, meaning like the crash at the end of the day. Okay. And then if you, I, I, I don't, he said it so much better than I ever could, but it, he used the analogy and it, it was like, wow, that, that makes a lot of sense. It does. I mean, I, I understand what you're yeah. trying to put down there. Picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Definitely makes sense because. Yeah. I, I, I said it horribly. He could say it so much better <laughs> than me, but. Uh, it, the, the, when he said it, it made so much sense to me personally. Um, but yeah, some, some, he's, he's like a, a gamer who's also a therapist and like he, um, he's another one, like the, uh, the lady that wrote that book that I was telling you about earlier, um, that, you know, he, he talks to the people in terms that, you know, they could understand, you know, he, he like, I don't want to say he dumbs it down for him, but you know, it's just. Talks like a normal person. Yeah, he talks like you know, just a regular dude. Like, because I mean, he he was a gamer before he ever got into psychology. Okay. So he's already experienced the uh, you know talking to people online and you know whatever. And also with sugar, like, it takes your body more more energy to process the sugar. So I mean, that's another reason why you crash because you you're burning <coughs> energy to process that shit because it's really like your body processes it processes it as poison yeah like it, it, it causes inflammation in your body and it's i mean yeah. it's just really not fucking good for you um but, but yeah it's his, so hard his, to uh, his youtube channel is the healthy gamer healthy gamer healthy gamer yeah uh i i, I can't pronounce his name um I'm, I'm horrible with uh uh foreign names i guess you could say uh yeah but yeah it's uh it's spelled A L O K Alok, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, sounds good to me. 
but yeah, he's I, I I like him. I've watched a lot of his videos. I haven't for I haven't watched any in a long time. Um, but that's only because he stopped showing up in my uh in my feed for whatever reason. Yeah, your algorithm. Yeah, yeah, he, he stopped. He he got out of my algorithm somehow. But now that I just googled him, I'm, I'm sure he'll uh, pop back up. Yeah, funny how that works. Even just talking about him, it would probably. Oh yeah, yeah, up. for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're always listening. Always. Let me get my tinfoil hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Alex Jones, bro? Yeah. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> gay frogs. Yeah, dude. <coughs> but yeah, man. Um, I, you, you were saying that you kind of fell into a slump, and you know, um, I, I think I think you've been in a little bit longer than I have, but I, I've also been in a slump. Um, just. And honestly, dude, it's video games. It's video games. Um, uh, that's that instant dopamine too. Yeah, yeah. That that that's it for me right now. That's that's my addiction. Um, and I've been wanting to do less of it. And actually, I think I'm getting ready to do less of it because the game I'm playing right now, I'm fucking bored of. It's it's just it's too repetitive, and I'm bored of it. And I'm hoping that that is the catalyst. That's like, hey, get up and do some real shit. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> like, just like we said, it's it's so easy to just stay comfortable it is even though like, if the situation sucks like you know it it's a known situation like it's easy to just stay there it is this and it, i mean it takes real effort to and it's not even motivation it's discipline yeah you got to be disciplined to yeah do yeah the hard things yeah and you and i've talked about this before you know yeah. got the, uh I don't know how you feel about Andrew Tate. I'm not like the uh, Andrew Tate fan or, you know, whatever, but that is one thing that he said that, that did resonate that I heard, um, you know, that the motivation versus the discipline thing. Um, and yeah, discipline is very important. And, you know, that's something that I've talked about with my kids, Yeah, you know, cause you know, everybody's guilty of it, you know, just is being motivated is, you know, that's one thing. Like, of course you're going to do what you want to do when you're motivated to do it, but, you know, waking up on that on the morning and you know doing your workout when you don't want to, yeah, because you know you should. That's that's where discipline comes in, and it's something that I uh, I did have for a while, but I I lost it. Yeah, I'm and trying I, to get it back. To, yep, gotta gotta get it back somehow. I keep talking about it, but it's uh, yeah, it's one of those easier said than done things, man. It's always so easy, like oh. One more day, and then one more day turns into you know one more day the next day. Dude, it's, just, I, it's, dude it's like a fucking never ending. Dude, that cycle. conversation in my head happens multiple times a day. Like, wow, dude, like uh, you know what? Not right now. Maybe in five minutes, and then five minutes goes by, and it's you know, wait, no, that's three hours that went by, and that's when Oops. you. That's where we're lacking the discipline because if if we're disciplined, <laughs> then we just fucking do it without mm -hmm. having that conversation. But it's just so easy. Yeah, kind of like, you know, when your so wife tells you to take out the trash and you're like, okay, I will in a minute. And then, you know, three hours later, why didn't you take it out yet? See, my wife, she'll just fucking, she'll ask me to, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it here in a minute, then I forget. And then she just yep. does it herself, and she's like, oh, I, I fucking took out the trash because you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, my bad, I forgot. I'm really forgetful. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, like, a lot of times, you know, when, when that happens to me, like, I, I really have full intention on taking the shit out. Oh, yeah. Or, or you know, doing the dishes or you know, whatever it may be that, that, you know, I'm asked to do. But, like, I'm in the middle of doing something. And I'm like, let me just finish this one thing I'm already doing. And then I'll do it. And then either I haven't finished <coughs> what I'm doing, because sometimes I get super fucking hyper-focused. 
super hyper-focused on what I'm doing, um, that like everything else around me disappears. And like, I'll, I'll hear what she says, like, Hey, you know, could you do this for me, please? Yeah, I'll do it in a minute as soon as I'm done with this. But then, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I either don't get done with it or I do get done with it. And I just forget because I'm happy that I'm done with the thing. And I'm like, all right, time to take a break. Um, but like, I have full intention on doing it, but I, I just forget to for whatever reason. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy to do. Was the hyper fixation, dude. Like, that, that's definitely a thing. Like, when I'm doing something I really want to do, like, you know, when I'm, when I'm in the zone out in the garage doing the woodworking thing, yeah. like, don't bother me, please. Cause, like, I, I, there's a chance I might not hear you or it's going to go one in one, in one ear or out the other. Um, or you're going to get me out of my groove and I'm not going to want to finish my project. Cause it, like, you know, like if, uh, if she was to come out and, you know, I'm, I'm doing my woodworking thing or, you know, I'm sitting here writing jokes or, you know, whatever I may be doing. Um, she asked me to, you know, like, Hey, stop doing that for a second and come help me with this. I'm not going to come back to what I was doing. Yeah. Like that, that's gone now. That, right. that, that, that feeling has gone out the window at that point. And, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fault her for it or anything. You know, if she needs help, absolutely come and ask her. Um, so this isn't like a dig at her or anything. Um, it's, it's more your own, uh, it's just something how that, your brain works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some, something that I've, I've noticed about myself and, um, I, I, that, I, you know, we're talking about getting better at stuff. That's definitely something that I want to get better at is, you know, being able to, you know, switch tasks quickly and then come back to what I was doing. And, you know, but that, that, that's, that's definitely, uh, autism thing also i mean it definitely starts with having awareness though once you have yeah. the awareness of the thing that you want to change like that's when you're able to change it uh-huh. you got to be able to catch it as yep. it happens yep. or even if you're aware of it after the fact like just being aware is you know step yep. one then you can take the actions to either yep. prevent it or you know change it whatever the situation may be but yep and you know one thing um that I've always struggled with is, you know, being present. Oh yeah, me too. Um, and, um, you know, kind of going back to what you were talking about with your bracelet, I actually, uh, I was thinking about getting like a, um, you know, on Google maps that like little red pin drop, mm-hmm. getting that tattooed, you know, just, just the pin drop. Okay. Just as a reminder, like you are here. Okay. Like, be here. Cause I mean, that's the only thing that matters is right now. For, yeah. I mean, technically, like obviously we have to worry about, you know, things that is going to happen in the future, the past. Yeah. Yeah, but right now is the only only thing that's real. I've never, I've never really been much of a a person who dwells on the past too much. Like occasionally, you know, like I'll, I'm sure we all do it. We have a a awkward interaction with somebody, and then you know later on that night, he's keeping us up at night. Like, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I I tried to say, you know, have a good one and have a nice day, and it came out, have a good day. And it's like, why, why did I do that? Right. I feel like an idiot, you know, so sometimes I'll dwell on stupid shit like that for, you know, five, 10 minutes or whatever. But like, I'm, I've never been one to like, um, you know, my parents died when I was young. Like I've never been the one to like, you know, 
sit back and dwell on like, oh, what would life be like now if they were still alive? Because see, dwelling on the past, that's depression. And then yeah. worrying about the future, that's the anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember uh, where I heard that from, but you and I both have, have heard that from somebody. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's 100% true. Um, I that And that's where my anxiety comes from is like, I'm constantly worried about the future, you know, whether it's the, the, the near future, the distant future, like, you know, my, my anxiety um, definitely spikes up. Like, you know, if, if I get a shit paycheck, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to pay this bill. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. But it always works out. It does. It always works out. Always, We always figure it out one way or another. You know, whether I have to, you know, go over to Washington, Washington Street, suck a couple dicks, like, <laughs> hey, a blowjob is still a job. Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks is twenty bucks, dude. I'm not fucking gay, all right. It's only gay if you like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't fucking enjoy. It. I like the money that comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, we we always figure it out, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and so like, I know that deep down inside, but you know, t- telling we? telling my fight or flight fucking response to chill the fuck out, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah, we're just wired to. You know, be worried and shit. It's, yeah, and a lot of a lot of the things that we have issues with. It's it's stuff that we learned when we were. I mean, everything is stuff that we've learned when we were kids. Like, oh yeah, everything dude. that we know, we've been taught at some point or another. Yeah. So, if you have <laughs> these bad habits or these bad thoughts, like it all stems from something. And like that's one of the things that I've really tried to dive into for. Yeah, my you know, mental health um, is, is uh going back to when I was a kid and trying to figure out like where these issues come from. Yeah, for sure. And, and my uh, parents fought a lot. <laughs> yeah, when uh I I'm not in therapy anymore, but you know that that is something that um my therapist brought up is that um you know how how we act when we're under like a lot of stress is almost like a, a mirror of how we used to react when we had a similar feeling when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, your body, uh, you know, <coughs> it just kind of stores that information. It's, it's almost like muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. It stores it. And, and so when a similar situation happens, like that's how your body is like trained to react. For sure. You yeah. know, if you can be aware of it, that's when you can go in and change those uh, behaviors and those patterns. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's like, Neural pathways or something. Yeah, maybe. that sounds right. I don't know. That sounds right. That might be it, but we're able to change our, our the way our brain functions, basically. Yeah, yeah. And we're and capable just, of it. Yeah, it starts with, you know, like you said, becoming aware of it and then step one, put, putting an effort towards uh, changing it. It's, I mean, because it, it's essentially it's, an ha- it's a habit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, habits are very difficult to break, as, as you know. Oh, yeah. Difficult. I mean, it's difficult, and it's also it can also be easy, but if you have the right motivation, yeah. Like when I when I quit drinking, it was just I, I told my wife like I was drinking at the time, and uh, I was on my last beer. And I was like, you know what, this is my last fucking beer. And my she, last beer forever. And she was like, ha ah, ha, okay, you know, I've heard this <laughs> shit before, and I was like, <laughs> for whatever reason, it was just different. I felt like I, yeah. I wasn't just saying like before I had just said it, you know, but I was, I felt at that time and I started like laughing and I was, I was crying at the same time. It was like a, a, a super fucking like epiphany, dude. A, a, yeah. Like a piece that just came over me. Like I was, yeah, it was like pure joy. Like, yeah. holy shit. Like I'm done with this. 
Yeah. And I haven't touched it since, dude. Yeah. I mean, I still get like, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say I really fiend for alcohol or beer or anything, but. You get a little craving every once in a while. Yeah, I'll think like, oh, I can do this again one day. And it's like, no, you can't. You can't yeah, do like, this shit ever again because you'll, it's you'll not You'll be like you. hanging out with a buddy and he's got a Bud Light in his hand or whatever. You're like, oh, that sounds kind of good. Wait, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Nope. Oh, I know what I am. I mean, if I can't just, I can't just That's have discipline. something. That's just, fucking discipline. That is discipline. That's fucking discipline. It, but it's also just having the awareness of how your how your brain and your body works. Well, yeah, yeah, you have the awareness, and and that's what um, fuels that discipline. Yeah, that's true. That's what fuels the discipline. And like same with uh, when I quit vaping. Like Shane, I mean, <coughs> Shane, he had a uh, he quit vaping first, and that really fired me up to fucking quit. Yeah, because it's like oh, so, sometimes that's it. all you need, man. It's just you know, like a, a an accountability buddy. <laughs> yeah. Because like I started smoking cigarettes when I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh fuck, really? Yeah, dude, I'd been addicted to Shit. nicotine for a long time, and yeah. like, how the fuck were you getting it? Your parents? Uh, my so my friend's mom would buy us oh, either shit. cigarettes or like the little Swisher Sweet cigarillos. Oh, fucking shit, mom. Yeah, dude, she, was, <laughs> she was cool. No, no, I'm just playing. This is this fun? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were smokers, so like they didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm just messing around. Yeah, I'm not gonna judge on you. I mean, I wouldn't do that. It's kind of, it is kind of yeah, shitty yeah. thing to do, but yeah. you know, we, it was cool as fuck when we were kids. Like, oh, dude, she's buying us cigarettes. Oh, fuck yeah, dude, I would have been ecstatic. And by the time we were able to drive, like we were able to fucking figure out places that would, you know. Oh yeah, dude. From. And yeah, like I always lied to my wife about it because I don't know. For me, I, I think that was one of the things that I took from my parents growing up was you know lying. My dad would always lie about stopping at the bar on the way home from work. And uh, if I was out with him, he would make me lie too. Okay. And so, like, yeah. for whatever reason, like it was always easy to just lie about little things. Right, right. So, like, I would sneak, uh, I would get like the snus patches and then she would find them and I'd be like, oh, fuck, those aren't mine. Bullshit, you know? She was always busting me in little lies like that. Right. And, like, looking back, it was so fucking stupid. Yeah, man. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that she stuck with me through all my stupid bullshit. She's a trooper, man. She is. And, uh, I mean, I'm past that now. Like, I don't lie about shit anymore. But I did for such a long time. Yeah, you know, that, that's, uh, silly. And then finally, like, I was like, I'm, I told, I think I, I told her that someone had given me a vape and I really went out and bought one. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was my like, way to, like, oh, I'm, I'm vaping now. And it was just, it was just the thing that I did again. I so it's like, I didn't have to lie about the nicotine anymore. Right, right. Now, do you think, but um, like, I was, I was always like on and off, you know, vaping or, you know, whatever, maybe yeah. trying to get a nicotine fix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For uh, do you think time. that, um, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you picked up the, uh, the line of thing from your dad. Do you think that, um, in a way that taught you the whole like you know happy wife happy life thing you know like uh you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna lie to her uh so she's not upset with me therefore she's happy and and you know like everything's gonna be fine kind of thing do you think that was well part of it well my dad would lie my mom always knew the fucking truth she's not stupid right right but you i know? mean like when, when you were a kid did did you know that she knew the truth yeah yeah because they would fight oh, oh okay okay you would lie and she'd be I, like, I bullshit, know if, I smell like, beer on your breath. And it was like, yeah, I, I you know. didn't know if, uh, like, you know, they, if, if, you know, the, the fighting happened in front of you or, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were always fighting. I got it was, you. I, I, I took something. So it was, it was more just like, this is what a man does kind of thing. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. For me, it was just, it was avoiding conflict. I could have just told the truth and, you know, it would have been fine. Said what? Avoiding conflict? Yeah, like lying about, like, yeah. you know. Trying to avoid conflict and then the it would turn into a conflict anyways. Yeah, yeah. And it, she always would find out anyways. Like, right, and right. then it would be a bigger issue because I lied about it instead of yep. just telling the truth. Like, if, if I would have just told the truth to begin with, like. Yeah, that, that's what all our parents always told us. Like, if you lie to me, you're going to be in bigger trouble. But for whatever reason, it was just easier to try to avoid that conflict. Yeah, because in your brain, there's a chance. Yeah, they won't find out. However small that chance might be, but they always find out. A chance. Yeah, they always do. They yeah. always do. I mean, like everybody, everybody has a tell. You know, like you know whether it's you know looking to the left or you know blinking your eyes really fast or you know you got a little bead of sweat dripping down. Like everybody's got to tell when they're lying. Like some, there's something you do when you lie. That yeah. If somebody spends enough time with you, they're going to pick up on it. And I mean, I guess that was probably part of. The, just the way that my brain is wired, like I'm, I'm an addict. That's just what the fuck I am. So the lying was to protect the addiction more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to quit. Yeah. Doing whatever I was doing, but for sure, so it was easy to lie about it. So that I quit sense. doing it because I knew that you know she always would tell me that she didn't want me to smoke or whatever because she wanted me to be here you know as long as possible and smoking is obviously not healthy. Yeah. But. So I, I just knew that she wasn't she wasn't with it, so that's why I would lie about it. Then, yeah, that's just kind of what I knew for a long time. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So that, I mean, I took the, you know, now that I've had I've got the awareness of what it is, I was able to take the. I quit doing the things that I, that caused the issues. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, you you got to be that. That's a part of being present. Um, you know, like we were talking about earlier. You know that when, when you're lying, you're thinking about the consequences of the future. Um, you know, when you're present, tell the truth. You're like, yep, I'm gonna take whatever happens now. You know, take responsibility for yeah. your actions. Yeah, you yeah, know? accountability for your own actions, responsibility, yeah, all that. Um. Yeah, and you know, lying was definitely a thing that um, I had an issue with. Um, not, not like recently or whatever, but like I don't know, early adulthood, late teenager, whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it eventually, you know, it, it clicked in my head that you know it, it's worse when you lie and they catch you. Oh yeah, it's, it's so much worse because like it makes you look thirteen times more guilty. Oh, for sure. And like for me, it was like, it and then they just, can't trust anything else you fucking say. Yeah, and I was always just lying about such little stupid shit. Yeah, it's always the know? dumb shit, man. It's always the dumb shit. Like I wasn't out here fucking running around or nothing. I was just fucking yeah. chewing or whatever it may be, <coughs> smoking, <coughs> and it was just easy to lie about it. Yeah, but it makes you look like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of was like that's one of the things I used to always tell myself, like. I would tell myself I was a piece of shit mm. thinking it would make me a better person because I hated myself. Oh, shit, that's deep. I hated who I was. Damn. And, like, I wanted to change, but the motivation wasn't there to change. Like, sure, I sure. was just stuck in a fucking fog right. of, you know, a bad cycle of tox- toxicity. Yeah. You know, every Friday I'd stop at a liquor store on the way home because I wanted to get drunk. Right. And it was like I looked forward to 
I looked forward to that. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. That's what I knew. You know, that's what I grew up with. My parents drinking and shit. Like, it was normal to me. And that's funny because you know, me and my sister, we grew up in the same household. And she took, she grew up and realized that it wasn't a normal She went thing. the opposite route. She went the opposite route. And I grew up thinking like, oh, this is just what fucking people do. Yeah. So, I mean, same experience, but two completely different experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy because um, that that's something that I've thought a lot about uh, in the past. Um, you know how, you know, like two siblings who live in the same household could turn out so different, so different, and it's like I I I finally realized that not everybody perceives the same shit the same way. Yeah, you know, like. Even if both kids are treated exactly the same, you know, say like, you know, your, your dad's a, a roaster and he, he roasts you and he roasts your sister. Maybe you can take it. Maybe your sister cries about it or, you know, <coughs> you know, like it could be the same exact joke. Say you're twins and look exactly alike. Yeah. It could be the same joke, but they get offended. You don't. And you know, that, that can, it, it's just. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like uh, a lot more people need to realize that. Um, because, like, life is subjective. You know, everybody's experience is different, even if it's the same experience. Even if they're in the same place, same time, experiencing the same shit, you're going to perceive it differently than the guy right next to you. 100%. And that's uh, one of the things that I've, I've seen. I, I know, I kind of remember exactly where I've, I've read it. I think it was in one of the books I read, maybe by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. I think that's his name. He's got, a, he's got a few books I've read, but it's like the, one of them is Mastery of Love. And then there's the Four Agreements, the Fifth Agreement. Those are a couple of them. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard of those, but I haven't, I haven't read them. My father-in-law actually turned me on to his books, but okay. uh, one of the things is that we're always dreaming. If you're awake or you're asleep, you're always living in a dream and uh, you control your dream. So if, if, if something bad happens, like you can stay in that bad place for, you know, 10 seconds and move on, or you can just let that fuck up your whole day basically because you, you control your dream. So you can either dream in a bad way where, you know, something bad happens. You just let it ruin your day and you keep, you know, Say you get in a car accident, like it already happened. You can't you can't change the fact that it happened. So just kind of just got to accept it and, and move on. Or you you can you know like all day worry and, and be mad that it happened. Yeah, when and worrying and being mad isn't going to change the fact that it happened. Yeah, yeah. No, I I get what you're saying. Um, so I mean, yeah that that does make sense. Now, um, sometimes it's definitely hard to do that. Oh, dude, it uh, is like like. Especially, like, you know, depending on how bad the accident is and, you know, whatever else. Like, using your example anyways. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to do that. If it's a little fender bender and, you know, you're like, ah, whatever. It's his fault. You know, he'll pay for it later. You know, that's one thing. But, you know, like, yeah. It, it Sometimes it's definitely difficult to not allow shit to ruin your day. Uh, I, I definitely have gotten a lot better at that than I used to be. Yeah, I used to, like, small shit ruin my whole fucking day, dude. Like. Like, you know, one person could say just one off thing to me in the morning. I'm just in a bad mood about it all day. Yeah. Like, I just let the whole day snowball just 
I'm in a bad mood, so I'm going to cut this guy off in traffic. And then, you know, I'm going to fucking hit this red light and slam brakes and, you know, just snowballs. It just gets worse. You know, freight falls over in the truck because, you know, I'm driving like an asshole because I'm mad or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. Just everything just get, turns to shit. So that's what work, you know, because uh, that's what they, I used to get mad as fuck when they'd send me somewhere that I didn't like. Yeah. Which I mean, I still kind of do. But it's not as bad. But anymore. it's not as bad. Like I'm able to. Uh, sometimes I'm able to just accept it, you know, because yeah, and, and you I, can't change. I mean, the way to look at it is like, can you change the situation that you're in? If the answer is no, then it's like, accept it, and move on. But if you yeah, can, yeah. if you can't change of it. it, then you know, do what you can to change it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I used to get uh, I used to get pissed off too whenever they would send me to place, places that I didn't like. Or, or no or whatever um and i i just i don't get pissed off i get a little irritated sometimes but not like pissed off and um you know so, sometimes you know just turning on you know some music or listening to you know a, a comedy podcast or you yeah. know whatever like that that can just pull me out of it you know so like whenever i notice that i'm getting upset because you know they sent me to the west side of indy that i absolutely hate despise it i hate the west side of indy for whatever i don't know why like a lot of it's because i don't know it and there's low bridges over there and i get nervous about that shit but like i just I, i'll i'll turn on some some music that i like or you know listen to uh you know a comedy podcast and laugh about it and you know like it puts me in a better mood so i, th I think that's that's one important thing is you know learning coping mechanisms for whenever you do get in that bad mood and um, like figure out what works for you. You know, like I, I found that, you know, again, music and podcasts, you know, help with me. Definitely. Um, when I'm in a bad mood, talking to people on the phone is not. If I'm in a bad mood, I won't even call anybody. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, ignore phone calls. I won't call nobody. I don't want to spread that shit yeah and i want to get out of it first negativity is so contagious dude it's way more contagious than positivity is oh yeah and it's really easy to get infected with that shit man for me i get a lot of anxiety like if they send me far yeah like muncie and shit i'll get anxiety about it because i know i gotta sit in traffic on the way back home but oh, yeah, it's like yeah. i'm eight hours away from that like right. i don't need to worry about that right now but i'll have i'll feel it in my chest like all day long oh shit like my chest is tight and it's just like ugh, my body's it's just pissed. always in the back of your mind yeah just, oh, that hour and a half drive back man yeah. uh, but you know like have, have you learned any like a uh, you know coping shit like you know music breathing meditating fucking you know whatever it may be like whenever you're getting in that mood yeah uh <laughs> that that out of the that uh, anxiety about driving is is new and I, it's relatively new. It lasts like five, six months. Really? Yeah. I really fucking hate driving. <laughs> Funny because I drive a semi, but uh, I, I is it because that like you just usually don't drive far anymore because of the the shift you're on, or and so when I, you do, it's I like I think it's just I I would rather. I mean, I know I got to go to work make money and pay bills but it's like yeah. i just want to be home with my family like yeah 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 and if i go far away so the further like, you are 
a lot later do I get home. You before, know? It's, it literally it's, the it's not always, it's not even always that way. Like a lot of the times I'll get a far run and I'll fucking, I'll get it done and, and get off the same time I would if I was in, you know, a close area, but right. Yeah. In my head, it's like I'm far, so I'm not getting off as early. Yeah. And yeah. it's like double edged sword because I also need the fucking, uh, you know, I want the hours cause I want the good paycheck. Yep. Yep. But I also want to go home and see my family. So yeah. Yeah. All you gotta do is win the lottery, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or figure a way out. Maybe this podcast will take off one day. Yeah, I'll yeah. Be, uh, get rich and famous, yeah, bro. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's the hope, at least. <laughs> yeah. Better. My wife will move to Austin, Texas with me so I can start doing comedy. One there of the we two. go. There Try to go. talk her into that still, but she's not going for it. She's not down for it. Not yet. I just want to move where it's warmer. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like yesterday, you know, I, I had to work and, you know, it was snowing and shit. And, this snow. Yeah. I mean, I loved it when I was a kid, but now as an adult, it's like we got to deal with it. I never saw snow until I was yeah, an adult. Yeah, you, you grew up in Florida, so. Yeah, dude. Yeah, never saw snow until I was an adult. I was 19 the first time I saw it. And the first time I saw it, uh, I was actually kind of excited because it was my first time I saw it that I ran outside wearing just basketball shorts did like a front flip and landed on my back in the snow and the snow angel. And I was like, Oh God, this is fucking cold. Jump back up and ran inside. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck snow. I was back when I was, uh, 19 and, uh, I, uh, my bones didn't ache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was when you first moved to Indy then when you were 19. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I was 19 when I moved here. Um, sorry. Yeah, thanks. I was pretty upset about it too. Yeah. <laughs> You're just here. Yeah, You're man. It was you know, 2009. You know when the economy was still kind of shitty, and uh, I, no work down there, man. Like I, I can't remember what state got hit the hardest, but Florida was number two on the unemployment list. Oh wow! I don't remember who was number one, but like the only job I could find was uh, working at working on the grill at McDonald's and that wasn't paying anybody's house. Uh, I was and and you know, my wife was pregnant with uh, my youngest at the time. And, you know, she was put on bed rest. Um, so she wasn't bringing in any money. Um, you know, my uh, both of my parents had already passed away at that time. Um, the only person I had left down there was my grandmother and it was like fucking 80, 85, something like that. Yeah. Like she wasn't going to be able to help anybody. Um, and uh, so she had uh, almost all of, <coughs> almost all of her family is here in Indy. Uh, okay. Or, or was at the time. Um, so, you know, they, they took us in until, uh, until we got back on our feet. Yeah, I mean, you had to do what you had to do to, yeah. to survive, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I uh I've been back to Florida um <coughs> on vacation and uh no I don't I don't want to live there anymore. I don't wanna live there. Yeah. I don't like I it. I wouldn't want to live I don't Florida. like it. Um it's, it's a vacation state. Yeah, you know, yeah, mostly. Yeah. And you know, they, they got a um they got a a saying down there, come on vacation, leave on probation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing, but it was back when I lived there. Yeah. Because, uh, um, yeah, the, the, the cops, you know, were always out patrolling heavy. 
because um, you know drugs and shit. There's a lot of drugs down there. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's it's way too hot down there. Uh, I don't I don't like it. Um, and then the the traffic is horrendous. Oh, I bet. I mean, because it, you know, it's it's a lot of tourists that don't know where they're going. It's a lot of old people that don't know where they are. Um, <laughs> like it, it's, it's the retirement state and the tourist state. Yeah, so like, the traffic is horrendous. And then, and then the, the young people that live there, they're just so angry at the traffic, all of the tourists and the old people that they're just road rage all the time. You know, here I am driving down the road, like, Oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this. And yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm starting to get pissed off at the old people, the tourists, and the road rage locals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, this is horrible, dude. It's so bad. Like like a, a highway. Any time of the day, like a, a regular highway, like you're doing like 40. Because everybody else. Yeah. Any time of the day. If the sun's out, you're doing like 40 on the highway, period. This is so bad. I wouldn't want that. No. I mean, well, India's not much better. Now, th- this was, you know, Clearwater area. Um, so, you know, I can't speak for the rest of the state, but, you know, that, that's where I'm from is Clearwater. And, uh, yeah, going back to visit, man, it was it was cool to see, uh, you know, a bunch of my old friends and shit. But, uh, Keep it as, as a visit, not a, a place to live. Yeah, yeah, definitely a vacation state for sure. Yeah. I just like Indiana. I'm, I'm done with Indiana. Like I, I, I mean, so boring here, dude. It's boring here, it's and boring. I mean, I like my job for the most part. I don't. I don't either, really. But <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it pays the bills because we, you know, we get freedom and shit. So you know, uh, Dar- Darby, Darby uh, said it perfectly that um, this is the best job I've ever had, but I still don't like it. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. And, and uh, yeah. Completely agree. Definitely the best job I've ever had, but I, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I do it because I have to. It's the highest paying job I'm qualified for. Okay. Um, hopefully that changes. Hopefully I. Uh, hopefully I'm super funny, and uh, you know, the comedy thing takes off. Yeah, you know, I've been been writing and signing up for open mic night. Uh, so hopefully I get some experience up on stage and get more comfortable because. Stage fright is a motherfucker, dude. Like, oh, dude. I, uh, Just thinking about it, I get anxiety. Oh, dude. So two weeks ago uh, was the first time I signed up. It was, uh, what, the day after Christmas, I believe? Okay. Day after Christmas, uh, the 26th, I believe, was open mic night. And I signed up, and I didn't get picked for the um, the initial cut. But um, I think I sent you the email. Uh-huh. That, you know, if you, uh, if you show up anyways... Um, you know, the, the people that, if, if there's any, any no-shows, they uh, they pull names out of a bucket for people that signed up and didn't make the cut. So there was still a chance I was going to go up. And, you know, my wife was sick. You know, she um, she had like a stomach virus or whatever. So, you know, she stayed home. I went by myself, sitting in there by my fucking self. And like every time they're like, all right, bucket pull, like my heart was just. Like I want to, but I'm terrified, but I want to, but I'm terrified. Like. Dude, like, one of the jokes uh, that I wrote, you know, it it was going to be like my first joke was, you know, me saying that, you know, this is my first time on any stage at all. Uh, You know, like I I dropped out of high school 
because I thought about walking with my class on stage and everybody's looking at me like, nope, I'm just going <laughs> to drop out now. <laughs> no. Here you are trying to get on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the stage fright is real, man. I'm, I'm terrified. Is. I'm terrified. See, I mean, that is one thing that this job has helped me overcome a little bit is because I used to not even like to make a fucking phone call. Like, I wouldn't want mm-hmm. to make a phone call to order a fucking pizza. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, but, I was the same way, man. You know, we have to interact with people every day. So I've overcome that a lot. Yeah, you know, um, actually, be, I'm being actually social. able to talk to people a little bit. Yeah, being social and, and having a conversation with people. Um, it's a muscle. It's, it's essentially a muscle that needs to be exercised. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't use it, it atrophies. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I can speak to my wife, uh, speak on my wife about this. You know, she's, uh, she's got multiple sclerosis and, um, you know, her, her symptoms got really, really bad to the point where she was getting migraines every day. You know, she was always tired, you know, just want, didn't want to do anything. Well, she wanted to do a lot, but you know, her body wouldn't let her do much of anything except for sleep. Okay. And, you know, she was essentially stuck in the house for, you know, 10 to 12 years and didn't have a whole lot of conversations with people. And then when she started feeling better, you know, we would go out and, you know, she, she would always, you know, be like, man, I, I forget how to talk to people. I forget yeah. how to talk to people. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. But, you know, now she's, uh, she's been back working for, I think, two or three years now. Okay. And she's definitely getting her groove back. She's get I mean, she's a fucking weirdo and I love her for it, but Yeah, you we're, know, all, she, we're all weirdos. Oh yeah, yeah, way, yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I I absolutely <coughs> fucking love her weirdness. It, it it's a never ending source of entertainment. Um you know, she says the most random off the wall shit at times and it, it just cracks me up. Because it's just out of left field. Like where the fuck did that thought even come from? Yeah. And it's it's incredible. But um but yeah, like all that to say that you know it's, it, you got to exercise that that muscle, you know, being social, talking to people. Um, so you know, I I think that you know doing this whole podcast thing is uh, going to be really good for you. Um, you know, especially if you can get more people to come on and talk with you about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just I got to put in the fucking effort to to get people on to talk. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, I did three three podcasts last year, kind of. I mean, this is I, I consider this really the first real one. Where you're actually talking to somebody. Yeah, actually talking to somebody. And, and yeah. you know, when I did the podcast with Shane, like he didn't even know he was being yeah. recorded. Cause that's yeah, what so he, you guys were having a regular That's what he told me to like, do. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought this is really the first real <laughs> episode. I mean, is, is that like a, a stage fright thing kind of for him, you think? Or like, yeah. I think just knowing in the back of his head, he's knowing that people are going to be listening to this eventually. And, you know, like, yeah. they're going to hear my voice. And I hate how I sound on, on oh, you know, don't worry all. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I practiced doing some of my fucking stand up things, uh, uh, recording. Yeah. And I watched it back. I was like, this is horrible. Delete. Uh, delete. I've, I've done that too with a couple of my jokes <laughs> that I wrote. I wrote all, it took like 20 recordings where I finally fucking was like, okay, I like this. This one. No, I, do, no, I, I did. I did like 40 recordings and I was like, every single one's fucking trash. I hate how my voice sounds. I hate how I look. Like, like what the, what the fuck am I even and, doing trying? You know, that's, uh, that comes back to, uh, fear of being judged, but yeah. if uh, I don't know how, how if you judge people a lot, but the more you judge people, the more you fear being judged. Really? Uh-huh. Is, that, is that really? That's really it. So, so if you're constantly judging people, 
you have a, a higher fear of being judged. But if you can quit judging, you don't worry about being judged because you're not judging people. And so, oh, like, so you're calling me a judgmental motherfucker, huh? Hey, we, I, I think we all are, man. <laughs> I mean, I, to an extent, sure. But like, I mean, uh, it, it, for it's a source of entertainment in a way. Just people watching and shit like that. Like, oh, look at uh, this person's fucking dude, hair. I, or, I fucking love people watching, dude. <laughs> you know, just whatever it may be. And it actually used to be a hobby of mine to just take pictures of people, like. Like if if they just looked weird or they were doing something weird or fucking would just fucking discreetly snap a picture and then send it to people like look at this look like but you know we say that they look weird but it's like who's the fucking say yeah I'm, like, I look fucking weird too yeah dude. and and you know um, that's, that's that judgmentalness yeah 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 I'm judge I'm dude I'm I'm the most judgmental person towards myself oh yeah I mean yeah. I'm, I'm my worst fucking critic but that's also uh, like. It, so you quit judging people and you you feel less fear of being judged. And also like you yeah. know, like that we were talking about earlier, like self self love, like yeah. Uh for me, I had to I did I was doing like affirmations in the mirror and shit every morning and uh you know like I'm happy, I'm healthy, I love myself, shit like that. Yeah, I'm the shit, I'm fucking sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a big dick. That didn't happen. <laughs> but you know, uh, actually, it did when I lost a little bit of weight. Oh yeah, dude, that shit gets bigger when you yeah, lose weight. That's yeah. that's the fucking secret. Like everybody's like, oh, what, how do you get a bigger dick? Lose some fucking weight, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but <clears throat> but no, you know, uh, still average. When, when I was <laughs> when I was when I was doing therapy, um, you know that that was one thing that uh, my therapist and I talked about was uh, you know. We were talking about uh, meetings at work, how, you know, like there, there were some things that I, there, there's usually some things that I want to talk about in our meetings. Like I want to like speak up and say yeah. like whatever. And she's like, well, why don't you? I was like, cause I like, I, I don't know, dude, like the whole like public speaking thing is, it has always been a fear of mine. You yeah. know, like, you know, what, what if like I, what if I stutter and, you know, sound like a dumbass or if I can, you know, like, what if I, you know, say something that, you know, like, I, I didn't mean to say that, like, I just, it came out wrong and it's misinterpreted or whatever. And she's like, Kevin, you're not that important. Yeah. People don't think about you that much. Straight up. I was like, damn, that's kind of harsh, but yeah, you're right. It's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. I'm, I, I'm, who the fuck am I? Like, I'm, I'm fucking nobody. Like, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, and, and, you know, <laughs> I don't remember, uh, I don't know if you you were in that meeting or not, but I I wasn't, but I heard about it. Um, uh, where uh, I don't know, Bob kept talking over Chuck, and and Chuck was like, "Bob, please." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anytime, uh, anytime Bob would say something like for the next like two weeks, Hunter would be like, "Bob, please." <laughs> That's funny. And you know, I used that example to for to her. I was like, "Yeah, like." You know, people hang on to this shit at least for a little while. And she's like, yeah, but then, like, how long did that last? And I was like, well, you're right. And, like, I haven't heard it since, right? Yeah. And you should, she's like, yeah, exactly. Like, if you can endure it for a couple of weeks, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll get roasted for a couple of weeks. You'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I I, I love roasting people. And I, I like getting roasted, too. Honestly, shit's fucking funny to me. 
Right. I love is. it. I love it. Like I, I, I roast fucking Van Zant and Darby all the time. You know, I love it. It is fucking hilarious. It's, I mean, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I learned that from Eminem. Yeah. Eight mile dude. Fucking B rabbit. Like, you know, that, that's, that's how he fucking won that rap battle was, you know, he, yeah, he, he he was like, yeah. What what else are you gonna say to me? I already said everything. Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do now? Really though, I watched that not too long ago, man. It's always a good movie to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I've 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 seen it twice, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, I watched it back to back when I was two times in one day. Yeah, uh, and that, that's <laughs> it. That's it because I liked it. Um, I I used to be a big fucking stan. I mean, I still like him, but not not as much. Anyways, um. But yeah, that, that, that's where I learned that from. It was like, you know, take their ammunition from them. Make fun of yourself. So they can't, like, anything they say, you've already fucking said. Right. Like, you, you take away the, um, the, the sting. You know, if you say it about yourself, take away the sting, you know, from when they would say it. Yeah. I mean, what else can I say? You know? But, yeah, I would say that... Self love, like I just said earlier, I used to always call myself a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that it would make me better, but it didn't. And then once I really started, like those affirmations and shit, mm-hmm. that's when you started noticing change. I, I, it just, it just happened one day. Like I just started to, to like myself more. Okay. From so, nowhere, like. So when when you said that you you used to call yourself a piece of shit to, you know, thinking it would make me. Do, do you think that? Calling, like, are you saying that you, you're like calling yourself a piece of shit in the mirror, like, hey, you're a fucking piece of shit? Like, was that supposed to be like motivation for you to get better, kind of thing? Like, yeah, but it just made me worse. Okay, okay. I was, you know, uh, I think that you kind of get what you <laughs> what, what you put out there is what you get back. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, so yeah. If you're, if you're always talking negative shit or whatever, like, you're gonna get negative shit back. Like, yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't until I started thinking about myself in a positive way. And I was able to shift my perspective on myself. Absolutely, like, yeah. you know, I would, I would look in the mirror and I hate who looked back. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the person that was looking back at me. And now it's like I can look in the mirror and be like, "Yo, you're a cool, dude. I love you." <laughs> you know, I can tell myself yeah. I love myself and mean it. Yeah. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I that, that makes sense. Um, and you know, like negativity is so much more contagious than positivity is. Oh yeah. Um, like it, it'll take you know one negative person to bring down ten positive people, and then you know it, it's 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 hard to get back to being in that positive place. I mean, that's why I try to just always I try to stay positive. Like even, oh, yeah. you know where wherever I'm at, like yeah, uh, it's. Sometimes I'll, I'll walk in a place and someone will be in a bad mood and I just don't let them affect me. Yep. And by the time you leave, like you see that your positivity affected them. Yeah. Like they're, I mean, they're still kind of like a, they can still be rude, but they're less rude. And oh yeah, for it's sure. Like they can just feel your energy, you yep. know? I mean, that's, energy is a real fucking thing. It is. And that's what we're all, we all are. And if you're, if you're negative, you're vibrating at a lower, lower frequency and all that shit. Yep. Yep. So if you're being positive, like you're putting off a higher frequency and, and, yeah, it's contagious both ways, negativity and positivity. But if you let someone's negativity affect you, then you know that they're bringing down your vibrations. But yep. if you keep pushing back with positivity, like you're gonna you're gonna bring them up a little bit. 
yeah. even if it's just a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I feel like just that's what we're, we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be bringing each other up. Not it's almost like, uh, almost like, you know, friction, you know, cause like a, a lower vibrating person creates more friction and, you know, can slow you down at, if you're vibrating high, you know, it's easier to make your vibrations slow down than it is to speed their vibrations up with your positivity. But if you stay vigilant, stay positive, then eventually their vibrations will start to Go higher or faster, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I, I mean, at home I've struggled because you know, my son was going through all the, the bullying shit and he would, yeah. he would you know, go to school all day long and then have to deal with all that and contain himself. Yeah. Yeah. Come home and that's, that's where a, he would let everything out. Space. So, yeah, that's where he would let everything out. Right. Right. And I mean, I've, I've grown so much as a person in the last couple of years. More than I ever have, but you know, I, I, I'm still growing. You know, I'm not done. Yeah. It's a never-ending process. For you the you rest have of our to. Life, or else, that's when you get stuck. If you, yeah. If you try to stop growing. Yeah. If you stop growing, you, but, like yeah, that's I, where you're gonna stay. Like you'll never get further in life. You know, from childhood, like anger. You know, my parents were always fighting, so like I've got a short fuse, mm. and I try I try to control that. Like I I don't. I hate fucking yelling at my kids, mm -hmm. but it used to be like a normal thing for me to do because, I mean, I never got hit as a kid, right? Uh, but verbal abuse is just as bad, you know, yelling. Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, one thing that always sticks with me from when I was a kid, I don't remember what I did, but I got in trouble for something. My dad yelled at me, so I went to my bedroom and hid in my closet. I was in my closet crying. I remember like you know, he wasn't done with me. Mm. He came in there and was like, "What are you a fucking pussy in here crying like a pussy?" Oh shit! And I don't like I said I don't remember what I did. I was young. Mm -hmm. That just stuck with me. And you know, I try to catch myself when I'm yelling, when I get angry. Yeah. At my kid because he's doing something, and I I start to yell, and it's like I try to catch myself and stop. But yeah. So what? what sometimes do you it's do, fucking uh, hard. What do you do to uh, kind of like you know? recenter yourself like you know when you when you feel yourself getting to that point take a deep breath that's it just take a deep breath and just yeah you take a good? deep breath and, and bring awareness to to it you know okay just being aware it's when, when i end up losing it and yelling is you know i i, I lose my presence you know most oh, yeah. it's like i let the i let something else take me over versus like you're sitting in control. the passenger seat uh, yeah yeah i let yeah i let the uh programming that i've received as a kid, yeah, okay. throughout my whole life, take over, go on autopilot. Versus, like, I'm in control. Yep, you know. Yeah. See, so uh, when I'm in control, that's when I'm able to stop it. But when I let my body or whatever take over, yeah, that's when I I lose it. You know, right. So right. I gotta try to stay present, and it's it's hard. Yeah, I lose it still sometimes, but it's way I yell way less than I used to. That's good. That's good. Hell yeah. Um. I, I found that uh, taking like a five ten minute break uh, works for me, you know. Like if if I like I, I'm not much of a yeller anyways, but like if I feel myself, you know, getting up there, I guess, uh, like to the point where I might say some shit that I'm gonna regret. Like hey, like let's take five. We'll come back and talk about it in a, you know, in a few yeah. minutes, whatever. 
mean, sometimes for for our situation, like that's not always, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, capable. But right, right, right. That's why if I can just get that, yeah. Um, your your kids are younger than mine, um, yeah. so yeah, that 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 does make sense. Um, if I can just get that one that, that breath in before I I freak out, yeah, yeah, and you know, deep breath and think about it real quick. Fuck, dude, I don't want to yell. Yeah, you know, speaking of breathing, uh, earlier you uh, you mentioned that you know that that was one of your things that you used to do um, when you were you know riding your high. Yeah, you know, you you said that you were you were meditating, you were breathing, you were. Um, you know, all, all those things that you were doing every day that, you know, kept you in that routine and that, and that, you know, nice high place. What, uh, you know, tell me about this breathing shit. Cause uh, like we, we sort of touched on it like a few weeks ago when we were talking, but like I told you about, um, what'd you call it? Like square breathing, cube breathing, uh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, four in, hold for four, four yeah. out, over four. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 box uh, breathing. That's what I know. Box breathing. That's it. I, I know it was square cube, something like the yeah. box. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, like I, I had heard that uh, from somewhere before um, to do that. And um, I, I've done it a few times, you know, whenever like my anxiety's getting high or like, you know, uh, whenever I'm feeling stressed about, you know, whatever it may be. And like after probably like five or six breaths, I start to feel a little lightheaded and, you know, yeah. like a lot more calm. And it's like, oh, this feels nice. Yeah. So like you, you had heard of the, the box breathing before, but you said that you told me before that you preferred a different, a yeah, different uh, method. Like Wim Hof. Have you ever heard of Wim Hof? What? Wim Hof. Wim Hof? Yeah, Wim Hof. Spell that. W-I-M space H-O-F. Wim Hof. So he's a... Uh, he's just doing... That's his breathing method. It's called... Oh, Wim that's Hof. a person's name? Yeah, that's his name. Oh, shit. Where's he from? Uh, fuck, dude. Uh, Amazon Jungle, dude? He's, he's, I mean, he's... It's like Netherlands or something, maybe. I'm not, I'm not 100%. Ham Hawk. But, uh... And so that's his breathing method. So it's like you breathe in deep and then breathe out, like breathe out shallow. So you're over breathing. Oh, so breathe in like really sharply, like yeah. deep, deep and fast. As high as you can. And you just kind of like go back to neutral and you just keep doing that. Like you do that 30 or 40 times. And then uh, you breathe, <coughs> breathe out and you hold on the exhale for as long as you can. Like Every you, time. Yeah. So you'll do like 30 or 40 breaths. Yeah. Just, you know, no pause in between. Just Oh, so damn near fucking hyperventilating yourself. Uh, almost. And then you breathe out. On like the 40th one and, and you, then hold it out? And you hold. For as on long on as like you can. the 40th one or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can do 20, you can do 30, you can do however many you want. But uh, So it's almost like overdosing on oxygen and then de oxygen deprivation at the end. Yeah. But it uh, what it does is it makes your body like go alkaline. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it all really means, but that's what he says. Goes alkaline? Yeah. like uh, it, br it brings up the pH. I think hmm. raises your pH level. So it really? gets uh, the way that I don't know if you would know how blood works, but blood, like you breathe in and like I've heard it as like a, like a roller coaster or something like oxygen hops on your blood cell, mm -hmm. moves through your body, mm -hmm. the oxygen hops off. And what is it? We breathe out CO2. Yeah. Carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide, yeah. carbon dioxide hops on. And so like it's got your, your lungs have the, fuck, I don't know what they're called. Like the little, uh yeah the the little like bubble pocket things yeah or whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. I can't and so it, yeah. yeah that's where the oxygen like and the carbon dioxide switch out yeah and a lot of us like we over breathe like we're you know we, we all take like short shallow breaths yeah like we're only supposed to have like eight eight breaths a minute or something like, we're supposed to breathe deep and yeah. slow but so doing that breath work like 
Does that lower your heart rate too by doing that? It lowers your heart rate. It gets more oxygen. Yeah, because my resting heart rate is fucking stupid. It's like 100. Is it? Mine's like 50, dude. 54. My my fucking resting, it's like. I don't know what it was before. I mean, right right now it's 73. I mean, it's a fucking Samsung, so I don't know know how accurate that bitch is. But like, yeah, dude, it uh, says 98, right? No, 78, sorry. That's not too bad. But doing that (laughs) breath work, when you hold it out, like that's just. It really brings you into your fucking body and brings you into right now. Like when you're holding that breath, mm-hmm. you're not worried about what happened earlier, what's going to happen tomorrow. You're just worried about you know right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's it like it centers you. You know, oh, you, yeah. you you'll want to breathe after like ten or fifteen seconds. But like, like the first time I did it, I was able to go two minutes without taking a breath. Like I, oh, I that, that was really fucking pushing it. Like I, at the end, the the after the fortieth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I did. It. I was actually listening to uh, was Joe Rogan had a podcast with Wim Hof, and they were doing it together. And I actually did it. Then like while with I was them driving, or whatever. I got like real fucking lightheaded. Oh fuck, oh, that's shit. dangerous, bro. Uh, <laughs> so don't do it while you're driving. <laughs> but like, it really just brings you into your body and like into your yeah, yeah, out of your head, I guess. Yeah, you focus on the breathing, and and, and like everything else disappears. It goes in the background and just doesn't exist anymore. And like sometimes on lunch at work, like that's what I'll do is I'll do breath work. I've got a couple YouTube videos I've saved of like different breathing techniques. Like there's okay. breath oh, fire yeah. and like there's like a whole like mixture. Send, send those it. to me later. Yeah, I'll send them to you. But it's a uh, they also call it like DMT breath work because you know we we produce DMT in our brain mm. and like uh, I don't know I've never had any like trippy really crazy trippy experiences off of it, but. I have had times where, like, I'll flash back. Really? Something that's happened before. Really? Like, how far back have you gone? Um, it's only happened, like, once or twice. Like, usually I fucking freak out when it happens because it's... And snap just, yourself out of it? Yeah, snap myself oh, out shit. of it. But it's like, uh, like, you know, I'll be holding it, and then I just, like, I'll, I'll come back, and, like, I, you know, I'll usually have headphones on or something. Like, one time mm. I was in the bath. I like to take hot ass baths, yeah. hot as fuck. You know, I was in there doing the breath work, dude, and and uh, had headphones. Not headphones. I had like uh, you know the the like earmuff things that you wear when you go to the gun range. Yeah. So I had those on in the bath doing oh, this breath work. Like no no music, nothing. No just, music, just oh, straight you, silence. Like sensory deprivation. Yeah, basically. Type shit. Okay, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> a guy was holding the breath, dude, and I don't know how long I was. Not breathing, but it was it was a minute. Yeah, and like I came to, like I had gone. I don't remember where I'd gone, but like I had gone somewhere else, like mentally in my head. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. But like when I came to, like I was so freaked out. Like I took the headphones off and and like I forgot everything that happened. Oh shit! Like it was a nice little experience of something, but I don't remember what it was. I freaked myself you out. It, you think it was like a like a repressed memory, like you know, yeah, like yeah. something that you repressed because of trauma or something. That's what it was. It was. It was definitely something that you know when I was a child. It, Okay. Back to, but yeah, because I've I've definitely been wa- I'm 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 kind of scared to do it, but um, I definitely want to. I, I've heard of um, I've heard of that kind of stuff where you like meditate and to, to like with the goal of remembering like repressed memories. Yeah, um, I mean it's hard at first, man. Because like I went through and uh, you know I went through like went through went to my mom's house and got pictures of when I was a kid. And I went through all the pictures. But I was trying to remember like my childhood because I don't remember shit. Yeah, there's a lot I don't remember too, and uh, I mean it helped out a little bit. You know, it it, it makes sense, you know, because you know what you told me about, you know, your your childhood, and you know, um, 
the, the verbal abuse and stuff. And then, you know, for me, you know, um, my mom died when I was eight. So, you know, okay. there's, there's a lot of shit around that time. I don't remember. There's a little bits and pieces here and there that, that I remember. Uh, but yeah, like there's a lot, I don't remember. Like, and I'm not even talking about just like minor details. I'm talking like there's gaps. Yeah. There's gaps missing. I mean, yeah, I think the breathwork could definitely help. Uh, I mean, intention is a lot with anything. <coughs> Setting intention, like so, before you do the breathwork, set the intention of like, you know, just wanting to remember something or, you know, just whatever. It doesn't have to be super specific. Like, I want to remember what, no, my, I mean, what my seventh birthday party looked like. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you don't have to be that specific. Just, just intention with everything is very, very important. Okay. So if you said an intention of actually, I I oddly do remember my seventh birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Spider-Man cake had a bunch of little like Spider-Man figures on it. Okay. Uh, like Venom. There was like two or three different Spider-Men. There was a Carnage. There was a Doctor Octopus, and then I remember. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's not important, but yeah. fucking, you know, I, I, I oddly remember like a lot of fucking details about my seventh birthday party. See, it's fucking weird. I bet if you go into it with intention of, you know, remembering what you already do remember, like I bet you would be able to bring back more. There's like probably may, a, like maybe go fa fast forward from there to like six months later. Yeah, there, there's probably a like, reason that you remember what you do remember. Oh, that was a bomb ass fucking birthday party, dude. Yeah, that shit was fire. See, for me, I remember more negative shit than I do positive shit. Like, I don't remember like spending a lot of time with my dad in a positive way. Like, I don't oh, remember okay. throwing a ball with him. I mean, I don't remember like spending quality time with him. And that's where like I want to give my kids the dad I never had. Like, yeah, I, mean, you, you I, want I, them I love to my, remember good shit. Yeah, of, yeah. I mean, I love my parents. I mean, I didn't grow up in a fucking shitty environment. You know, <laughs> I don't want to portray that. You know, they, yeah. I, it was good. It was okay. Childhood. But, I mean, there's still fucking trauma there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all go through it. Everybody does, you know, mm -hmm. and just, you know, different degrees. But, I mean, I spent, I mean, so my son's eight now. It's been almost, it's been almost two years, I think, this little spiritual awakening, like a year and a half, maybe. Okay. But he was six or seven when, I, when that spiritual awakening first started for me. And, like, up until then, like, I was not the best I could be. Right. I was, I mean, that's goes back to what I used to tell myself was a piece of shit. Like I just right. wasn't, wasn't the best. I be, ended up becoming my dad and I didn't want to, I never wanted to be my dad. Like I was, right. but I ended up becoming that not, not meaning to. And I've grown so happens much. to a lot of people, man. Like, you know, you see it in movies and TV shows all the time, you know, where, you know, the, the, the son ends up turning into his dad and then realizing, Oh fuck. And that's exactly thing, what it was, dude. The one like, thing I didn't want to be, I've become. You know, I'm still taking steps to break old habits well, and shit, but it's, you're 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 making an effort to get better. So that's that's what I want my kids to, to see. Yeah, um, I have started writing in a in a journal. I, I don't do it as much as I should or as I used what, to. What uh, what's that doing for you? Well, I want to write a book. Okay. I want to write a book for my son because he knows the old me. The, the, mm. the angry, uh, self-absorbed. Oh, he he remembers alcoholic. that. Oh, I'm sure he remembers so much shit. Even if he doesn't remember, it. like does does he talk about it or anything? No, or? no. Even and even if he doesn't remember that shit, there's like, still an imprint. 
oh yeah, it's still shaped the way that he is. That's okay. why he gets angry so quick. Gotcha. Shit like okay. that. Like, yeah, I, I've affected him a lot in like unintentional ways. So you said you want to write a book for him, like um, like like a children's book or like something for no, him to like read a, when he's older. When he's thing? older, like my goal is to have it written by the time he's sixteen. So what kind? Like like a, a fucking kind of like a apology book kind of thing, no, or like, like a, a fucking, just my journey in life, basically, just describing how I got to where I was at, you know, my childhood, and how I was brought up. So almost like an autobiography. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, I guess it could be like an autobiography. Just documenting like, you know, the things that I've done to be better and, and the ways that I've changed. And I just, I don't know. I think, I just think it'd be cool to have a fucking book that I wrote, you know, mostly for, I mean, for my kids, for all three sure. of them, but yeah, yeah. mostly geared towards, you know, my oldest. Cause he, both, he my, my two youngest don't, they're not going to experience that version of me. Like sure. he, He's yeah. gonna have. A, he grew up with a different dad than they do. I got you. You know what I mean. How old is he now? He's eight. Eight. He's about to be nine in February next month. Yeah. Well, yeah. Keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, you know, you're you're get you're getting better. You're you're noticing the um. You're noticing the uh. The the, the bad habits that you had. You're you're yeah. taking strides to fucking fix them. Um, what it is, and, and your son, day. your son will see that, and he'll remember that. Definitely. It, whether you write a book or not, he's he's gonna yeah. see it. he's gonna see it. That's what it is. At the end of the day, just every day, I, I want to be a little bit better than I was the day before. You know, that's uh, the goal, man. That's the goal that everybody should have. That's the goal everybody should have, man. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, that's a good stuff. Good spot to end it. Yeah, yeah. We can wrap it up, man. Yeah, wrap it up, and uh, thanks for thanks for getting on here and talking with me. Yeah, of course, dude. Uh, so, we'll have to do it again. Um, oh, for sure. Definitely, a lot more that we could talk about. Oh, I know we went an hour and 40 minutes and it doesn't really feel like it's been that long. I thought it's been like a half hour. Right. Yeah, we touched on shit that we could definitely touch on again. And Yeah, for sure. I said, thanks for thanks for talking with me, man. And, oh, uh, yeah, dude. Anyone who listens to it, thank you for listening. Love you guys. Uh, bye.